Hi, this is Travis McElroy, your middleest good boy, and you're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Have fun! Let's do this fucking podcast. Baby, manners. Manners, manners. It's the Good Boys Girls. gentlemen and variations thereupon welcome back to the good boys girls a fan podcast for the mcelroy family of products my name is Haley rose my name is lily blue and we are the, the good, good boys, boys girls. girls hello my dear hello my dove i love you i love you so today if you couldn't tell uh we are talking about sk manners sk manners Schmanners. Um we're talking about Schmanners. We're talking about Schmanners. It's Travis and Teresa McElroy's podcast. Uh-huh. Um where they discuss etiquette. Um, which is a very interesting thing uh to do in um, you know, as per the McElroy brothers um oeuvre, uh <laughs> in the modern era. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, as per their oeuvre, oeuvre. They, uh, they've taken the idea of etiquette and they, they talk about it in a modern context and sure. also put it in a historical context, right. which is very interesting. It's an interesting subject that people don't talk about anymore because we're a bunch of rude fucking savages. Yeah, it's true. And people just aren't. People just aren't nice anymore. <laughs> We're just a bunch of rude savages. I mean, for real though, like fucking today, today, I'm gonna do the thing in the Wonder Wall back to you. I don't know the words to that song. <laughs> Everyone does, and I, I don't it's, because it's fine. We still love you. <laughs> um, today, actually, I almost bursted out uh, in the middle of class. Because um, my teacher in history class uh, said the phrase, all around the world, I almost went, statues crumble for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All around the world. So, um, but no, literally today, I was walking into a building from my classes. Mm -hmm. And... Between the time that I got from the front door of the the building to my class, I had like three separate rude interactions with people. First, I held the door for someone and they walked past and didn't say thank you. That, you know, I get it. You know, I'm not expecting thanks. Although it would be manners, good manners to say thank you. Sure. I always say thank you when someone holds the door for me, mainly because one time in the backwoods of New Jersey, I was walking into a Wawa and this guy held the door for me and I didn't say thank you. And then he tried to fight me in the parking lot because I didn't say thank you. Yeah, he was like, well, I I didn't have to hold the door for you. And I was like, no, you didn't. And then I got in my car and drove away. Oh my God. Um, So I'm always very conscious of that because I'm worried some rando hick is going to try to kill me because I didn't <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> um, but 
uh, the, then I held the door for, or someone else didn't hold the door for me. They slammed it right in my face and it hit me. Like the door hit me as I was walking in. <gasps> Which again, like, you don't have to hold the door for me. Right. But like, be aware enough that it not it doesn't hurt somebody. Right. And then when I finally got to class, actually there's a fourth one. There's a fourth one in between. As I was walking up the stairs, there was this guy who clearly did not want to be in college who was just trudging up the stairs. And I was like running a tad late, like just a touch. Like I wasn't behind. I was late for me, which means like I was about to be on time. Um, And so I was trying to get to class before the on time marker rolled into late territory. And this guy was just trudging up the stairs as slow as possible on his phone, just fucking, I don't want to be here. And I'm like, listen, buddy, some of us are trying to get our fucking educations here. Get out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. And so I get to my class and as I'm going into my class, I open the door and pause for just a second because the, um, I I open the door and just pause for a second because like, I didn't, I don't want to like. I always pause before I go into a door. I don't know if this is manners or not or just a, a weird thing I do. I always pause because I am self-conscious of, of looking like I'm bursting into a room. Mm. Um, so I always open the door, pause, and then walk through. Of You know, just so there's like a, there's a, there's a, a gradation of my entrance. Sure. But like, I feel like if I throw the door open and then I'm in, it's a scene. Everyone's looking at me and I don't like being looked at despite my... Um, bombastic personality. All of that is a shield because really I want to disappear. But <laughs> as I paused, a guy shoved past my arm into the into the classroom. What? So like I like I was holding the door for him and didn't say thank you. Um. So wow. that was just that. And yeah. So we have all become a bunch of rude, fucking mean savages, and don't have any manners. And so. Back on subject, <laughs> baby, would you care to to summarize what they try to do in their episodes? Yeah, sure. So, um, Schmanners, as we mentioned, is hosted by Travis and Teresa McElroy, who are a married couple, and they're very cute together. And actually, um, the Saturday after this comes out, January 26th, is going to be the three-year anniversary of Schmanners. Oh. Um, so, yeah, the podcast first aired on January 26, 2016, there are 147 episodes, um, and the episodes vary between things about like thank you notes, table manners, house guests, birthdays, apologies, funeral, roommates, um, PDA, one of the, one of the more helpful ones that I've I've seen uh, that I listened to was um, the nail salon etiquette. Yeah, that they did. That one was really helpful to me because, you know, as a trans woman, I'm fairly new to the whole nail salon uh, oeuvre. And so I'm not like I've never been like 100 percent sure. Like, am I supposed to talk? Because I see other ladies in and gentlemen in the um, uh, in the nail salon, like chit chatting. And I've never been good at small talk because all of my interests are like D&D podcasts youtube and video games and like i'm the worst person to talk to for normal people because they're like talking about fucking celebrity news and i'm like who the fuck is kim targaryen like what the (laughs) hell are you talking about 
and it's it's I'm not a fun person for normies to talk to. And so, like, I'm always really bad at small talk, and I always wind up talking about the weather because that's all I know because um, I feel things with my skin. And so <laughs> um, they were like, in the episode, one of the questions they answered was, um, uh, is it okay for me to listen to a podcast while I'm in there? And their answer was like, yes, but, like, keep one earbud out so that, like, if they are giving you some sort of instruction, you don't have to, like reach your manicured fingernails up into your hair to pull out an earbud and ruin their work. Um, so that was one. And then the other thing that they said in that that I didn't know you could do and started doing immediately after that is pay up front so that you don't have to reach and fish around in your wallet and ruin your nails oh. once you're done. You can pay before you get the manicure and then go and just leave after, which That's is good. actually very nice. I also found out you can do that mostly anywhere like you can pay up front at a diner like you can get the check right when you get your meal Mm -hmm. and then when you're done with your meal you just bounce like that's yeah this this was a game changer but um sorry to interrupt your flow of conversation so one of my favorite episodes was uh the one right before that one the drive-through episode Mm -hmm. yeah um mostly because I used to work in fast food, specifically Chick-fil-A, right. um, as I'm sure that anybody that listens to our content knows because I talk about how miserable it was. It's a miserable... Food service in general is a pretty miserable profession, especially I'm finding in the South. Yeah, it's not fun. And like, it depends on like where you live. Um, but I find more often than not that people have like really terrible drive through etiquette, like on both ends, whether I'm like an employee or somebody like going through the drive through. Well, my favorite thing in the, the whole world to experience is, um, not being directly involved, but being a third party to, yeah, can I get the chicken nuggets? (laughs) Yeah, can I get a chicken nuggets? What? What? Yeah, chicken nuggets. Like, yeah. I'm just like behind them, like, what? <laughs> what's Is this like a conceptual noise album I'm I'm taking part in? <laughs> like, what's what's going on? No, I mean my favorite thing is uh my favorite thing is when people like play music really loud while they're ordering Ugh. or like are on the phone and actively talking to somebody else while they're also talking to me and I'm Ugh. like was that were you talking to me and she was like no I'm talking to somebody else and I'm like okay sorry sorry my I guess. pleasure I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for choosing Chick Fil A. <laughs> um, I um. Yeah, oh no I mean, no! Like the I... other worst thing. The other worst thing is when you're on headset, right? And there right. are these people with these like big ass trucks. Like they're just like <laughs> big trucks, and they make that noise that's like you know the one where it's just like yep. noise. And it's I, just a, yeah. And so yeah, and the the microphone picks up mostly that like low bass rumble of their engine just idling. And so I hear, 
yeah, hi, I'd like to get the number four, please, with the over. <laughs> and I like, I can't hear what they're saying, but like, I don't want to be rude because, you know, part of my job is to be like super polite and pleasant and to make like their day better. Like, that's mm-hmm. part of my job requirement. And so I'm like, sure. I'm like guessing at what they want. I'm like, yeah, sure, I can get you a number four, I think. And they're like, no, I said a number three. And I'm like, well, sorry, if you would turn your truck off, I'd be able to hear you better. I don't even know how you can hear me. Yeah, so, like, I just really appreciate when people talk about drive through etiquette because, like, you think it's something that, like, would be obvious, right? That's the way it is right. with a lot of these things. Like, a lot of them are things that you're like, obviously, that's how it works, but, like, we don't ever talk about it. No one ever right. tells you that's how it's supposed to be. And this is this is a thing that used to be talked about quite right. a bit, and this is, like, going into the historical well, aspect like, of schmanners. women, I don't know about men, but I know for sure, like, women would get sent away to boarding schools specifically so they could get taught etiquette. Yeah, yeah, like, finishing schools, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, then there's that whole like debutante training thing that right. we all do down here. Um, well, that's but, not as common anymore, but no, it, it still exists. Well, for sure. But like, yeah, no, there's this, there's, there used to be like active, like t- programs teaching you like penmanship, like penmanship. We don't talk about anymore. Right. You know, like there, there, there aren't cursive classes anymore right not Um, really i mean they don't even teach they actually stopped they used to be required when you did the sat which for people who aren't from america that's a national standardized test that you have to take to get into college um and for the sat there's this portion before you take it that's like a paragraph that reads like i hereby proclaim that i will not share any of the information on this test blah 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 and it's like basically just like a statement saying that you're not going to cheat or whatever and When I was in early high school, you know, it, it literally changed from the time I took the PSAT, which was like the pre the practice test to the time mm-hmm. I took the real SAT my junior year, where like my freshman year, we had to write the paragraph in cursive. And then by the time I got to my junior year, they stopped making that a requirement because nobody knew how to write in cursive, except for me. <laughs> I still write in cursive. Um, <laughs> and like you just had to sign your name that was the only thing that had to be in cursive but like that just blows my mind people like because you know my great-grandmother uh may she rest in peace was uh a uh elementary school english teacher for pretty much Mm -hmm. her entire life including in like the 50s and the 40s and like a long time ago and when she passed away we were cleaning out our house and we found stacks upon stacks of all of these like papers and notes and letters from her students but like the handwriting on all of them is exactly the same it's like identical everybody learned to write the exact same way from her right well and like from their previous teachers but these kids were like in first and second grade and they had immaculate cursive penmanship like wild it's the way my grandmother writes now when she writes me letters and i was like this is bizarre of handwriting this is something that is a through line in in schmanners now and and, mm. and we're we're touching on a little bit and i actually want to backtrack a second of um yeah they they cover this historical aspect which i find immensely interesting yeah of like what was the etiquette around you know bowing right or a curtsy right um or you know uh, thank you notes yeah um throughout history and what like was expected of you and like what were the mores and how would you do it wrong and and how that has evolved over time and 
in recent years almost vanished. Like we have mm-hmm. no specific, like outside of talking to kids and like disciplining them for when they're acting rude, we don't talk about manners anymore. People don't like get like upset about like just blatantly rude things. Well, which but is, it's also they a do lot of internally, it, like, but like yeah, but a lot of it's also been phased out of practice. Like we don't really generally have like big fancy four course meals that require multiple forks and spoons like most average american families like if they sit down for dinner at all have like everything on one plate and maybe use one fork and knife and spoon and that's it like right you know that kind of stuff is reserved for high-end restaurants um And, and like it always historically has been sort of a thing of status to know right. manners and to like, you know, if you were dining in the pr- company of, you know, royalty or, um, you know, high society, it was expected that like before you went, you had to figure out like which spoon do I use first? Because if right. you use the wrong spoon or the wrong fork you're on the wrong course. You're cast out of society, right. Yeah, they're just like, hey, you're scum. And like, you know, it's all tied in with class and social status and all this stuff. But like, you know, over time, thankfully, a lot of that sort of class discrepancy around manners, right. the judgment around manners has gone away. But in doing so, we've kind of gotten rid of the whole, you know, we, we threw out the baby with the bathwater. And so we, that's just a really interesting thing that they do. But the other thing is, um, like you were saying, handwriting, they have this big emphasis on handwritten notes, which is cute. It's really cute. Like they call their commercial break, um, let's have some thank you notes for the sponsors. Mm. Um, and like they, they have this real emphasis on like there's, what I find very, very um, touching about this whole thing um, is uh, something that I'll reveal to you actually after we go to the honey zone. Okay. We have a new show on the we network. We do. How amazing is that? It's uh, it's really amazing. It's uh, Super Bootleg Podcast 7, and this mm-hmm. is one that's been like in the pipeline for a while. Yeah. Um, since, you know, right before I moved out of my, my previous living situation, my former roommate, um, Rec D and I had this conversation and I said, um, you know, you would make a, you could do a really good podcast. You have like a great voice for it and everything. And like, I think that you know a lot about this one specific topic and could like really shed light on it. Yeah. And he's always been like very much like I very passionate about this particular subject and wanting to preserve the history of it and, and encourage people to look at it as not a funny thing, but as something that like is funny, but also like important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that particular thing is bootleg video games. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them often on like game reviewers and they're often laughed at as like, you know, cheap knockoffs or shoddily made, but he has always, 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 Recti has always had this passion for bootlegs because he saw what they truly were, which was like, yes, they were a knockoff. Yes, it was a cash grab, but somebody made that. Right. Somebody puts, you know, sat down at a computer and programmed this knockoff. And even if it was like, you know, most of the bones were taken from another game, it they made it. And it was something that happened and it deserves to be remembered. Because it was created. 
And so his mission in Super Bootleg Podcast 7 with his co-host Moop is to go through and talk about the history and, you know, the games themselves and all of this wonderful, wonderful lore and the people and the Mm -hmm. companies and all of this, like, stuff that gets forgotten in the mishmash of, like, you know, big AAA games and, like, indie titles and, like, you know, quote-unquote legitimate manufacturers of video games where there's this whole subcategory of video games of, of bootlegs where there's people actively making them. And there's a whole community of people who celebrate them and collect them. And because they're so, you know, often overlooked, a lot of them get destroyed and lost to history. And he is actually a part of the community that is trying to take the games and rip them onto ROMs online Mm. so that they can be preserved from the hard copies. That's awesome. So he's, it's really awesome. And and I'm super, super happy to have Super Bootleg Podcast uh, 7 on our network because I love Rec D, he's great, and uh, I love Moop, they're great, and I'm really, really, really proud that he got this together, and I'm so excited to see where this goes from here. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, And uh, that should be up on iTunes and Google Play really soon, so if you go looking for it um, and you can't find it, uh, it's it's in the process of being um, what's the word for it validated uh, reviewed approved. yeah it's in the process of being approved so um but that an, will be up shortly and keep yeah. an ear out for that yep um and also we have other big news we do have other big news so um lunar light studio officially as of uh this was one of our goals for the beginning of the new year and we officially made it happen we started a patreon um, yay. yay! It's super exciting. Um, and the cool thing about the Patreon is that it supports everybody on the network. So everyone, everyone, any podcast you listen to, um, the it's all the all the money we'd make from the um, Patreon is going to get split between the podcasts. So when you become a patron, you'll get a message from the Patreon, and they ask you to. Uh, fill out a Google form saying like, it's very similar to like, if anybody's ever donated to Maximum Fun, when you put your donation in, you like select which podcasts you listen to. Um, And then from there, we, you know, divide up our funds pretty evenly. You're charged once a month. And uh, there's a whole bunch of, we've got three tiers right now. Um, So our first tier is called Stargazer. And for our first tier, um, you get access to all of our bonus content as well as access to our exclusive Discord server. Um, That is true. And then our second tier for $5 or more per month is Mission Control. Um, So basically you get everything previously. So you get Discord access and bonus content as well as um, a sticker with a Lunar Light logo on it and your name featured on our website, on our Patreon page. Um, and then our final tier right now is astronauts, which is $10 or more per month. Um, and with that, you get uh, everything else from the previous tiers, as well as access to a monthly exclusive live stream, which is going to be a shared responsibility hosted by um, various people on the network month to month, depending on um, you know who's available and what we want to do. I think this first—it's gonna always gonna be the first Saturday of February, and I think this first one we're gonna um have a Smash tournament. First, so. first Saturday of the month. That's what I meant. Yeah, first Saturday of the month, and uh, I think this 
this upcoming in February is going to be a uh, a smash tournament. So you're not going to want to miss that. So consider donating to our Patreon. It's going to be super fun. Um, and thank you all so much to uh, the people who've donated already. We super appreciate your support. And uh, it's people like you guys. And we are, you know, entirely independent and entirely crowdfunded. So, you know, anything you guys give helps us um, to pay for our website and to pay for our hosting fees um, and, you know, everything else in between. And uh, we have some goals set up. So right now our lowest goal is for $200, we're going to start a RPG actual play podcast, which is going to be fun. And then uh, once we hit $500 per month, we're going to start offering merchandise on our website. So um, tell your friends and consider donating. Yeah, go to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Lunar Light Studio, I believe. I think it's Lunar Light HQ. Lunar Light HQ. Yeah, www.patreon.com backslash Lunar Light HQ. So, buttons. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I know how to do that. What I was saying before, there's something that really um, tickles me fancy about uh, me, I know. And yes, you. Um, every day of my life, you're the light in that Aww. shines in the darkness. Um, I love you. You are the Green Lantern. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, you are the shield that guards the realms of men. Um, but I, what I love about Schmanners in particular is they have this emphasis on humanity, and I'll explain what I mean by that. You know, like, we have these sort of, like, you know, this culture of, like, and I don't want to sound like an old, but I'm going to. We have this culture of, like, likes and comments and, re- you know, replies online of, like, you know, you type up a quick little message. You know, you, you send someone a birthday message on Facebook. You didn't actually remember their birthday. Facebook right. told you it was their birthday, and so you sent them a message. And, like, when I get a bunch of birthday messages on Facebook... You know, like, it's all well and good, but I, uh, there's, like, a hollowness to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they have, in Schmanners, they keep talking about, like, handwritten thank you notes. And, you know, making human connections. And all of these, you know, the, the purpose of manners is to lubricate and facilitate, you know, civil interactions in society. And... The result of us kind of moving away from that is there's this lockup and there's this distance between people. I feel it every day. You know, mm-hmm. like you you hang out with the people you know, and like when you introduce yourself to somebody, like the simple act of going up to a stranger and saying, "Hello there, my name is Haley Rose. It's a pleasure to meet you. What's your name?" It seems awkward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's that's manners. That's good manners is go up to someone you want to talk to, introduce yourself and ask their name. And that's maybe with a handshake, maybe with a hug, depending on the setting. Right. And like that's that's what you're supposed to do. But we've divorced ourselves so much from social interaction and like genuine human connection that that seems like an awkward thing to do. Like I made two friends on my my first day of school um, because I walked or it was my second day of school because I walked straight up to them. No, it was my first day of school. <laughs> and it was after class and uh, they were 
you know, participating a lot in the class and they had interesting things to say. And then after the class, I saw them talking and, you know, standing by the water fountain. So I walked straight up to them, introduced myself. And like, there was this brief moment of like, you know, we were talking, but now you're here. So how do we kind of make this interaction work? But then like, you know, we all had good manners and like, you know, they were, they they decided to include me in their conversation rather than cut me out you know which would be a rude thing to do you know they they sh we shaped a circle so that you know we weren't in a line and one person felt left out like we did all of the social mores and now i'm friends with these people now they are my friends and so it's the the main emphasis that i feel like i get out of schmanners is this idea of like be nice to people. Yeah. That's really be it. Nice. Like be nice, be nice, be yourself, be genuine and be grateful. You know, mm -hmm. like sending a handwritten thank you note, like really hammers it in. Like we sent, um, handwritten thank you notes to Justin and Travis because they did the bumpers mm -hmm. for our show. And like, we did that mm -hmm. because, you know, a, we already knew Travis liked them because of this, <laughs> but also because like, you know, it meant a lot to us and it, yeah. it meant more than an email response. It meant more than a Twitter call out, you know, right. like it, it meant more than any of that. It meant enough to, you know, buy cardstock, you know, write it out with ink from your hand, pay for postage, <laughs> put it in a letter and send it. Right. And then they pick it up and can hold it in their hands. And yeah, they might throw it out, but I mean, like it was the moment. And so... The thing that Schmanners does is they also, they take questions from their audience mm -hmm. and they're genuine questions. And they're, you know, people who don't, you know, we're not taught how to interact with people anymore. And so there's, you know, some of the questions that get asked seem obvious, but like, we need to know. They should be obvious, but they're not. And so people ask questions like, you know, what do I do if a stranger, you know, wants to get, you know, wants to sit next to me at lunch, you know, like, do I say no? Do I say yes? What do I do? And like, we're, you know, we're an anxious people now. We have, there's a lot of anxiety and especially in our generation. And asking these questions is important because if we all start to follow these rules and, you know, if we, and especially, you know, Travis and Teresa being, you know, not much older than us, but older than us who have more socialization within this sort of realm of more manners, I will say, the realm <laughs> of more manners. Um, they have experience that they can share with us and they're, they're teaching, they're mm -hmm. teaching through this podcast how to be a better person. And I like that. I, every time I finish an episode of Schmanners, I'm like, hey, you know, now I, I can be a little more... I feel more confident. It honestly makes me feel like I can take on a little bit more. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. Sorry, um, I've been very ranty this episode. That's okay. Uh, I like listening to you. You know that. Um, I also appreciate that, like, um, a lot of what they discuss is not just, like, you dealing with the world at large. Um, they also talk a lot about like one-on-one -on -one personal interactions and like relationships and dating and like weddings and like yeah personal things you know like apologizing 
like really super like yeah. intimate Inter- al- almost intimate things you know valentines like that yeah. kind of stuff that like we don't really think about there being etiquette for you know but, like there is there's etiquette for everything you know and it varies yeah. from culture to culture and they're aware of that and they cover you know differences in that um but it's I, I I find it to be a very helpful podcast mm-hmm. more than it you know more more than it is you know just educational which it is especially like from the historical perspective but it's also you know genuinely like it, it helps it helps me it's yeah. a very helpful podcast and it's very positive absolutely and their you know their their chemistry is so fabulous and like. Mm-hmm. Teresa and Travis are perfect for each other and they're just all puns and theater jokes and <laughs> you know like I love that that makes me happy yeah and um, they're very sweet they're very sweet and you know what I mean like they just seem like they have, they're 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 mild-mannered folk and that's good for me <laughs> <laughs> well I mean they're just they're just very nice to listen to like you yeah. know it it's the same like Schmanners has its own like vibe, mm-hmm. you know, same with like Sawbones and Wonderful, which we'll get to next week. But like each podcast with each couple just has its own like vibe and feeling. Um, and I just I just really enjoy Schmanners for the vibe. Like the two of them are very loving and positive and like are obviously very passionate about what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's great. I really I really really enjoy this podcast. So, if you want to enjoy this podcast, you can find it on their website, mm-hmm. uh, which is macroyfamily.org. McElroy... Mm, yeah. something like that. PBS.org. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maximumfun.org. Or it's on iTunes, it's on Google Play, it's on Spotify, it's on everywhere. Everywhere and, and everything. You know what? We're also on everywhere. So are we. Um, also, just as a note, it's spelled S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a landmine, but... In the process um, of like trying to find this like information about this podcast, which there isn't any, come on, Wikipedia, get on it. Um, the, there's like a podcast database, Wikia, and on the wikia, they spell it S C H M A N N E R S, and I'm like, that's not even how it's not even spelled right. How many podcasts does Travis McElroy have to make before he gets the respect he deserves in this industry? Apparently, so many. Have you Apparently been on their merch many. website? Yes. Um, have you read the little blurb at the top of their merch? No. Oh my gosh, it's it's really funny. If you have a chance to go look at um, the McElroy merch site on uh, DFTBA, there's like a blurb at the top that talks about like, they're very aware that they make far too many podcasts. Yes. Um, it's really, it's really funny. Um, um, so I think that just about does it for Schmanners. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. I mean, except like thanks again to Travis for recording a bumper for us. Um, yeah, that was really magical. Travis is a really stand-up dude. He's like super wonderful and great. And I'm I'm sure Ther- Teresa sounds like she's a lovely lady herself. And I would I would love to to meet her. 
Um, yes, I, w- I would love to um, have them both to come on and uh, discuss the this show again and their experience doing it. Yeah, absolutely. That would be really, really awesome. Absolutely. Oh, wait, Travis. Just kidding. That, that would have been really cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. Maybe someday, maybe sooner than you think. Maybe bum, sooner bum, than you bum. think. It's all it's, it's very early in 2019. So there's a guy we got a whole year. I know. To there's still the eleven months left. Can you believe it's almost the end of January? We have eleven months to become the monster. Oh no, we're not doing that. That's right. We're we're <laughs> <laughs> we're anti Frankenstein teen over here. I mean um, okay I mean, we're not. We didn't really discuss that we were supposed to discuss that in our last episode but like we're not anti we're just like skeptics yeah we're 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 frankenstein agnostic yeah Um, as um as two gay women one of which is trans we already know way too many monsters and have no desire to become another so right um so (laughs) um but yeah so i'm uh I'm 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 good on that. But yeah, so we are <laughs> on Twitter at uh the Good Boys Girls or at Good Boys Girls TM. Mm-hmm. And we're also on our own personal Twitters. I'm at Hey Stews. I'm at Blue Space Queen. And uh feel free to reach out and interact with us there. Um mm-hmm. I'm a lot worse at doing that than Blue is. So if you do <laughs> want to talk to one of us, um, talk to her because uh, she's better at it. Um, but every <laughs> once in a while I do it and it always makes me feel good um, when people at me. So um, that's yeah. fun. Um, but I'm just real bad at, at keeping up with it because there's like that little mentions tab and then I go over there and it's all these people that wanted to talk to me and I'm like, oh no. And then I'm <laughs> like, I can't reply now. They sent me that like in fucking February last year. <laughs> And then I reply and and they're like, oh, I forgot I even sent that. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Well, and feel free to add us, you know, at Good Boys Girls TM too. And like, you know, we love hearing from our fans. We love talking to you guys. And we also love fan art. So if anybody wants to We love fan art and we love reviews on iTunes. Yes, we love reviews um, on iTunes. That helps us out a really tremendous lot. I haven't even Um, looked to see if we've gotten new ones. Should I do that? Um yeah go for it <laughs> yeah um and um, also um yeah you can find us also on the website um lunarlightstudio.com mm-hmm. where there's a host of all kinds of content including the christmas special we did and uh cryptid keeper and super bootleg podcast seven and Overwitch and what you call it and ending pending and netflix and kill and storyboard and who am I forgetting? Mm. Ink Tank. Yeah. Just kind and of- advertising. And advertising, our other podcast. Yeah, that we love so much. We love it so much. So check out all of the wonderful shows on lunarlightstudio.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And so do we have any new reviews? We do. Uh, we have one new review from Elfgate. <laughs> How's that one go? Uh, it's just real short. It says, this is a very good show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Elfgate. Uh, Thanks, and we Elfgate. Have... Sorry about the whole political scandal. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, ate and... too many cats. He ate too many cats. 
I guess he did. Uh, and then we have another one from Alexis Elizabeth. So thank you to both of you for your reviews. And if you would like to leave us a review next time, we will uh, read your name out loud on the podcast. So yes. please do that. Um, and the other thing I wanted to just say and plug real quick before we go um, is I've gotten a lot of messages lately from people wondering how they can uh, pitch their podcasts to the network. Um, yes. We are currently in a place um, where we're willing to take some pitches. Uh, so if you would like to do that, please send us an email to lunarlightstudio at gmail.com with a short blurb about your podcast and what it's about, some information about the hosts and who hosts it and like who you are and that kind of thing. And then also um, a link to your favorite episode uh, so that we can kind of get an idea of like your chemistry and your dynamic and the content of your podcast and like whatever you think uh, best represents your product. So um, once again, you can send that to what email? Lunarlightstudio at gmail.com. Cool. Um, and I think that's everything. So baby, um, you want to wrap this up with me? Sure. I'm Haley Rose. I'm Lily Blue. And... Take, Take a, a hammer, hammer and, and fix the, the podcast. podcast. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. <laughs>